0: You know what we're doing. Where you can get news about the Jamaican culture and just learn about how Jamaicans are doing as a yard and abroad. You get to learn a new Jamaican patwa word or even a Jamaican phrase. I look forward to the patwa word of the day. The patwa word is pasa pasa. Word today is (laughs) takoram. Our word of the day is Duffy twang, I enjoy tuning in to Guan. It happens every Friday at 7 p.m. So check them out. And bye from Toronto. My
1: dad's Quebec it's La Jamaica. écoute It's Yes, I. Watagwan. I am a big fan of Watagwan relevant and entertaining so keep up the good work. watch what i want dig up yourself what i want what i want yes i what i want watch what i want always say i in
0: a yard check it out 7 p.m every time hello wonderful people it is friday and guess who is back yes mimi yes it's a girl from bongo town who is back our bongo town back for another friday for what i want. so run go to the door now go to the fence go to the window go up on the veranda go to the back door going at the streets wherever it is call your friend family and enemy and let them know that Watergon is on and your girl from tongue Vibe Queen that's my name now is back for Friday what a god I want to say a special welcome to those listening to Watergon National over there on Fresh FM Radio London just to let you know that Watergon can also be is also available as a podcast on Podbeam, Google, Amazon, iHeart, Player FM, and all other major podcasting platforms. So you can connect with any one of those um, platforms on our website at ww.watergoan.ca. Oh, no, gonna feel like a long time in a sooner though, right? It's another week and it's the second Friday in August. Before you know it, guess what? Back to school again. I mean not even have too good sleep yet. But last week I was away because your girl from Bungaton was out camping. Oh yeah. Camping, sleeping outside in tents. You know, it was a fun time. Summer is short here in Calgary, Alberta. So we have to make most of it. And one way I chose to do that was to go camping. But I open a good. Another week has gone by. <clears throat> And Jamaicans at home and in the diaspora continue to celebrate because last week was our 61st year of independence. And I hope that you all took the time out to watch it on YouTube because a grand gala come out and it came out strong. It was so nice to see. I was just beaming with so much pride it was a fantastic display of our culture and that was live streamed from none other than kingston jamaica at the national stadium so it doesn't matter where you were as jamaicans we stayed we want to stay connected and today The Canada representatives on the Global Jamaica Diaspora Council, Lisa Rotti and Rona Dunwell, will share with us how the government works to stay connected with Jamaicans through the council. Stay tuned for that because that will be coming up in a time to reason. And... Before we go any further in the show, it is my favorite part of the show. And that is pato time. And this is where we share a word or phrase from the best language, dialect, whatever, linga franca, whatever you want to call it, from the Jamaican patois, because you know how spicy it is. And today's word is well, a two word, fenke, fenke. So when somebody says something fenke, fenke, what does it mean? And you know, I like when you interact with me, when you talk to me and you do that by dropping some words in the comment section. So if you're on Facebook or YouTube, it's that little box just down below. So please keep me entertained. Keep us engaging. Keep Keep engaging with me through the comments by telling me what fenke fenke mean. It's just like when you, I, if I see something, and say, hmm, the banana, they look fenke fenke. So when we say that, what that means. So tell me what it means and give me it in a sentence, all right? So keep the conversation going. Last week was fun and energetic. We talked about independence in Jamaica and what it meant to Jamaicans in the diaspora. Audrey Campbell from Toronto did her research and brought many interesting perspectives to the discussion. From having left Jamaica at eight years old to reconnecting with the culture and heritage through those who experienced the 1962 events and can compare the changes that have occurred. She was passionate about Jamaica exploiting its agriculture and embracing technology to create more opportunities to raise the quality of life. There was pride in what was achieved in the last 61 years and optimism about the future of Jamaica and its brand. If you missed that episode, you can go to either YouTube or Facebook and just scroll through and find the episode from last week and watch and as usual, we, you know, we want to make What Go On National big. We want it to reach the four corners of the world or all the circles, right? So you do that by following, liking, sharing our social media handles. And those are Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn. And you also have our website at www.wataguan.ca where you can find all of these links. And as usual... One, remember two A's, all right? So don't forget to leave it out because then you might go to the wrong page. So follow, like, share, share it like food. Like when you get good food and you want everybody you know, just so we want if you to share it. It's now time for us to hear some events that are happening across Canada. So in Calgary, Curry Fest 2023 is ready. Carnival in the Park is on August 19th at Shaw Millennium Park, and that's located at 12209 Avenue Southwest. There will be live performances from Swappy from Trinidad, Egyptian from Jamaica, and Jax Jacks from Toronto. Jason J.W. Williams will be the MC, while Maisel, the sound master, will be the DJ at the Controls. This is a free event with food vendors, beer Garden, Kids Zone, and more. For more information, go to www.carifest.com. Oh, sorry, carifestcalbary.com. In Toronto, the JCA Ontario Anniversary Gala Dinner and Dance will be this Saturday, August 12th. And that is at the JCA Center, located at 995 Arrow Road, North York. The event starts at 6 p.m. Be there to enjoy the resolution band as the JCA Ontario, like Jamaica, celebrates 61 years of greatness. For tickets and more information, check the website at www.jcaontario.org. In Montreal... The Collective Kitchen project, project and the Jamaican Association of Montreal presents free family cooking classes for families with at least one child up to five years old. Join them every other Monday at the JCA um, building and that's located at 4065 Gintolong West W at 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. to learn and create more recipes. Take home new skills and a meal. To register or for more information, email Program at gmail.com or call 514-737-8229. The next session will be on August 21st. Now a little bit of news from Dunga Yard. Jamaican sportswomen make history. Jamaica's senior volleyballers, netballers, and footballers made history this past week in their respective World Cup events. The, Jama- the reggae girl lost to Colombia in the round of 16. They've moved to number nine in the world. Oh, wow, ninth place. That is awesome. Prior to the World Cup, they ranked number 43. The Sunshine Girls, our netballers, the Sunshine Girls, our netballers, collected a bronze medal in the World Cup, having lost to eventual champions Australia in the semis, then beating world number one New Zealand in their bronze medal game. Jamaica's senior women volleyballers were also crowned Caribbean champions for the first time last week in Suriname. They beat Trinidad and Tobago in the finals. are back. And guess what? It's my next favorite part of the show. Yes, you can have more than one favorite part. And this time it's a time to reason with none other than the big man himself, Donovan Simon. So grab your bread or your tough crackers with your chocolate tea and come back because it is now time to all a liquor reason.
1: Nicole? Yeah. You, come, you come back from the bush.
0: No, wait, well, <laughs> huh?
1: well. Uh, at least the bears didn't like you, so they allowed you to leave.
0: <laughs> and, you know, I, I so wanted to see bear, but then I'm all,
1: well. Well, listen, take <laughs> what you get. At, exactly. least you, at least you come back, and I understand this idea. I've never seen any bears coming into the city to hang out for a weekend, so I never understand why people think they must go into the bush to Mm -hmm. hang out for a weekend. But listen, (laughs) I won't take that on this week. We have have a big reasoning to to have here today with two awesome representatives on a council that represents us. Mm -hmm. Uh, And since all of us connect to Jamaica in different ways, I want to talk to them as much as I can. So I'm going to hold that reasoning and then come back and talk to you about the bear in the bush. All right? Cool. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, folks, welcome to another Time to Reason here on I my name is Donovan. Uh, absolute pleasure having you, and today we're going to talk to two representatives, elected representatives of the Global Jamaica Diaspora Council. They represent Canada on that council. Uh, they were elected in January of this year to serve for a three-year term on the council, uh, Lisa Rutte, who is a realtor, she's a graduate from Ryerson, which is you now what, Toronto Met or Toronto Metropolitan, but she also went to Seneca College, she's a JCA volunteer, and she come from St. Anne's, as would I say, she's from Otarius in Jamaica. Uh, and the other representative on the council is Rona Dunwell, who is also Toronto-based, uh, HR practitioner from, from Manchester in Jamaica. I'm sure she proudly represents the the Knox College alumni. She's also president, I think, currently of the Association of Jamaican Alumni Associations, uh, Toronto, a JCA representative, anti-racism activist, and all kinds of things. But today we're going to talk about them being elected members of the Global Jamaica Diaspora Council, what that means and how they connect us through the council to Jamaica. It's a pleasure to bring them on screen and into a time to reason here on Wataguan. Rona, Lisa, welcome. How are you guys doing?
2: Thank you, Donovan. Happy to be here. I must admit I'm a little bit under the weather today, but very happy to be here nonetheless.
1: <laughs> All right, good, good, good. And I know Lisa is traveling and possibly having just a tad of, of Wi-Fi issues. But Lisa, if you can hear Hi. us and cycle, Yes. I'm we, hoping
3: you can hear me.
1: I can hear you. We've lost your video. So if you want oh, to stop and, stop and restart the video. Uh, but Yes, we, we, I we, will we,
3: try and work on that. But thank you so much for, for having both Ron and I on the show. We are very excited about what we do and excited to be on the show. And we're not coming with no thank you, thank you, nothing.
1: <laughs> All right. That, at least you know the words. At least you know the words. That's a good start. Uh, let's jump in because there's a lot to cover, uh, and maybe where both of you could start for us is to is to help us understand. Maybe first of all, why you both chose to to serve on this council. I won't get into what the council is about, but why why make the choice to serve? What what was the driver? Rona, let's start with you.
2: So for, me, so for me, Donovan, um, thanks again for having me. And hello, everyone out there that's listening. Um, so for me, I was born and raised in Jamaica, in Manchester, as you mentioned at the top of the show. Uh, I grew up there. I went to high school there before moving to Toronto to join my family. So um, my love of country runs deep when I came here, um, I was, um, I made sure that I connected to my Jamaican community. And mm-hmm. I did that first through my church and then eventually um, connected to my alma mater. There was an association here, the Knox Pass Students Association, for which I'm now the president. And I, um, just a slight correction in my intro, I'm the immediate past president of the Alliance of Jamaican okay. Alumni Association. My mm-hmm. term ended in December. So mm-hmm. coincidentally, um, you know, I'm always looking to serve. I'm always looking to learn, and so, um, given that my term, I knew that my term as president on the alliance was ending in December. Mm-hmm. I um, I saw this as a great opportunity to commit to continue to serve my community, and like mm-hmm. I said, to to really grow myself and learn and stay connected with my community. So that was my um, catalyst for really um, seeking out the opportunity and throwing my hat into. The election
1: process and becoming elected. Lisa, what was what was your driver?
3: Uh, very similar to Rona, you know, um, growing up into Jamaica and migrating and a, a funny story, a quick one. Um, I won't share the whole story because I don't want to get my parents into trouble, but um, we we came under false pretenses. So needless to say, you know, after a while when it was time to return or when I thought it was time to return back to Jamaica, and to hear that we were not growing back. So I always had this um the sense of loss, I guess you can say. So anything that has to do with Jamaica, I always get involved. And as you mentioned earlier, being involved with the JCA, I really just have that need to serve and to serve Jamaica and to serve the diaspora. And I really want to do that the best that I can by just educating and getting the diaspora engaged, allowing them to be aware of all things new that are happening in Jamaica and that will help to make their lives easier when interacting with Jamaica.
1: All right. So, driven to serve. Let's talk then a little bit about the, the Global Jamaica Diaspora Council. What is it all about? What's its purpose? What's its composition? Either of you can can jump in on that.
2: Okay, maybe I'll go then, Lisa. So, um, the Global Jamaica Diaspora Council is really, it's designed, it's, it's a mechanism to... Um, to engage the diaspora, the Jamaican diaspora, um, not just here in Canada, but globally. So mm-hmm. it's designed to support and advance the national diaspora policy and action plan through the minist- the ministry in Jamaica, the Ministry of National Affairs. And so we're, we're here, our role really is to um, find ways and means to, to engage the community Mm -hmm. Um, to enhance and strengthen that engagement where it it exists already. And really, um, this is the second iteration of this Global Jamaica Diaspora Council. The Mm -hmm. first um, council was formed in 2020 and replaced um, the previous task force that that existed. And Mm -hmm. so there are representatives, uh, around 29 representatives, near and far. Mm -hmm. So globally in Africa, Asia, the Middle East, the Caribbean, etc. In Canada, there's myself and Lisa who are the elected representatives as long as well as uh, two youth council representatives. But in right. addition to us, there are members who are appointed to the council based on their um, particular area of business. So we have members who are faith-based we mm-hmm. have members representing well, one member is who is faith-based, one representing arts and culture, one representing citizen security, and mm-hmm. another member that's discretionary. So mm-hmm. that rounds out the council here in Canada. But like I said, there's representation globally, um, totaling about 29, and our our goal or our mandate is to really enhance the engagement of the diaspora and through through ways um, that we um, sort of partner and collaborate with the missions because mm-hmm. they set the priorities and through the missions we work um, together with the ministry to carry out whatever priorities they identify um, for us to, to work on.
1: Okay. Uh, so talking about uh, priorities and uh, maybe Lisa, you can jump in on this. What are some of the things that the council is currently focused on, for example?
3: Yeah, no, definitely. And, you know, one one of the, um, the conception of this really rose out of the recognition for the need to strengthen the diaspora engagement. And that is really what our primary focus is. So we are not acting as an arm of the government as Jamaica, but more as an advisor and a consultant that really align with the national diaspora plan, and that oh. is what our primary um, roles and responsibility are: is to execute those certain critical aspects of the national diaspora plan, and. With a, a focus, really, to engage the diaspora, um, not just for service delivery uh, to the diaspora, but also getting their engagement to participate in the overall national development uh, planning of Jamaica.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and it's interesting you say that because you use the word engagement. And many times when we think about the diaspora, the, the the first thing that comes to mind is remittances, and our engagement is to is to is to send as much money to whatever means we can back to Jamaica. But I'm sure the council doesn't see it that way. Uh, and there mu- there must be broader things. Rona, I see you, you're itching to to, to share. So what are, <laughs> what, what are some of the things that uh, the council wants to get out there in terms of this engagement and participation? Yeah.
2: So when I think of remittances, I think of Friends and family, and so that's probably the itching that you saw. <laughs> but 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 for for the for this council and for uh, for the minister and uh, the ministry that we collaborate with and the missions, it it goes deeper than that, right? So it could, the way to connect it could be as simple as traveling to Jamaica, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you can connect through investing in Jamaica. You can mm-hmm. connect through Um, There are organizations who do things such as adopt a clinic, you can adopt a school, you can even just send best wishes to Jamaica, right, just to connect. Mm -hmm. I mean, and there are lots of ways to do that through um, programs such as yours, you Mm -hmm. know, um, we can sustain connections through a number of means. Um, God bless WhatsApp. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, As I said, this is the second iteration and the first one uh, took effect in 2020 in the middle of the pandemic. And Mm. even then, they were able to do great work through making those connections. Um, so there are a number of ways that, you know, you can connect with, with, uh, with Jamaica. There is, uh, we stay connected through sports. Uh, in your intro, I saw where um, you talked about our um, great women who mm-hmm. recently competed internationally and made great gains. Um, so we, we can band together around the reggae girls. We can band together around the sunshine girls track and field. We can find common accord in a lot of ways to mm-hmm. to stay connected. Um, look at Exco Levi, who mm-hmm. lives in Canada and participated in the local right. Jamaican festival yeah. competition. Festival. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, so there's lots of ways we can really connect and support each other. Um, so when when I think of connection, that's what I think of. I think of the the numerous organizations that we that exist within Canada. Um, the the Jamaica Canadian Association in Toronto in Montreal in uh, where you are Donovan um there's lots of ways that we can connect and and subsequently connect with Jamaica with with WhatsApp like I said we can stay connected with friends and family stay engaged um and know what's happening there Mm -hmm. um so so that's that's how I think about connections when Mm -hmm. when I when I think about the diaspora and the engagement and the communication, that those are the things that comes to mind, like bringing us all together regardless of where we are as a
1: community. Uh, it's interesting that you say that, and Lisa, I'm going to bring you in on this, because is the average Jamaican in the diaspora, especially the ones in Canada, thinking yeah. about the connection to Jamaica, the way Rona uh, express it? And if they're not, how does the council kind of amplify all of what Rona just says.
3: Yeah, I'm so glad you asked that question because I think many of the persons in the diaspora do not think of it that way. And I think that's part of, you know, our role to engage the diaspora and educate the diaspora. And I'm gonna give you a real life example. Um, You know, if somebody is a retired nurse, they don't have to just give back to Jamaica by giving remittance, but they can, give uh, a two-week service to one of the hospitals there just checking person's blood pressure or whatever the the case might be but it's offering your service and your expertise giving back to the country in that way doesn't always have to be financial
1: yeah uh there's there's an event coming up and i want to jump on it now before we we lose uh momentum about connection because part of it is about getting the message out in canada
2: Right. Mm-hmm. So there's
1: a conference coming up, Rona. Let's talk about that a little bit.
2: Yes, yes, Donovan.
1: Behind it. Yes.
2: So yes, you are correct. September 23rd is the date. It's on a Saturday. Um, it's a hybrid conference. So um we'll be located in Toronto at the Ebenezer um, Holiness Church, which is which is in North York. But in addition to that, we will have um simulcast um through uh, designated regional satellite uh, locations. Um, And currently we have uh, Vancouver who who has signed up. We have uh, Montreal, we have Ottawa and and we have Calgary. And Mm -hmm. that list could get longer. Mm -hmm. It's something that we continue to work on. Um, We'll have representatives from the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, um, and our goal again is to promote the diaspora engagement, by, and by providing a platform through this conference for Jamaicans living in Canada um, to connect, to share experiences, to contribute to the development of Jamaica potentially through these conversations, and um, and to talk about the national diaspora policy and mm-hmm. the and the action plan that flows out of that policy. Um, and we know that will be rolled out shortly because it's it's work in progress right um there there is a lot happening there's a lot of um, excitement around this uh, this conference um, in terms of what we will discuss uh, we did engage our community in making decisions around topics of interest and topics to discuss by sending out a survey and the mm-hmm. the participation for that was was quite was quite good. And mm-hmm. so through that survey, um, we are going to look for speakers and um, have plenary sessions and have, you know, sort of um, breakout session and try to engage the community to the extent that we can um, hear what they have to say and share with them what what how we can help and support them in making those connections and keeping those connections, how yeah. to sustain them. This is a three-year term, and Lisa and I are really committed to the cause, right? To making sure that we continue the work that the initial group started.
3: And I just want to add to that too, you know, uh, when we sent out the survey, we had a great outpour of uh, feedback, but we we noticed some commonalities in some of the topics. And that's what we're going to sort of disseminate and focus on for not only the conference, but we really want to continue that engagement throughout the the three years and have mm -hmm. individual workshops as well. So, you know, some of the top three just as an example is crime and justice healthcare, education um even you know supporting the returning residents as well as doing business and investing in jamaica those are just some of the five top topics that came out of that engagement
1: yeah uh lisa when we when we look at topics like those and we talk about connection to to jamaica there's there's sometimes a thinking that the, the the government of jamaica is not giving anything back to the diaspora I know in a recent conversation with, with the high commissioner, you know, we were talking about there are ways that the government continues to look at giving back and supporting the diaspora. Let's let's explore that a little bit and open that conversation to, 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 to those Jamaicans watching the program about things that are discussed at, at council and are coming through the ministries and other places to, to make us in the diaspora feel at least more connected and supported
3: absolutely and you know um you know every mickle, 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 as they say you have to start small and every little step it, it definitely counts and it's a step in the right direction um Part of of what the government has done and, and a very good example is we have had a few opportunities where we have brought PICA, which is the Passport, uh, Immigration and Citizenship um, government arm to the country here in Canada, where mm-hmm. persons can get their documents, their TRN, their passport, their citizenship uh, done right here locally. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. You know, making things easier for the diaspora to pay their property taxes and ensuring that yeah, that you, you formulation right, yeah. is able to do online. Exactly. So all of those are steps that the government is taking in the right direction because they recognize that the diaspora want to do business in Jamaica, but it needs to be a little bit easier than spending the whole day in the tax office. <laughs> so <laughs> those small steps are a step in the right direction. Again, I'm going to keep pounding in that word of engagement. The more the diaspora speaks to what what they are looking for, it's the more that we as the Global Diaspora Council can engage the government to make those things happen. And just keep in mind that it's, it's small steps, but it's small steps in the right direction.
1: Uh, you, you, you made the point of speaking too. And the question comes up of, so how do we speak, because people might not know, first of all, of the existence of the Council, how to connect to the Council. And also, so what will the council really listen to, hear, and convey? So talk to us about, you know, over the next three years, what, what both of you are thinking of doing to, to answer that question of being the conduit for the average Jamaican here in the diaspora.
3: Yeah, definitely. So, you know, we've got both our personal emails, our personal phone numbers are out there for anyone to contact us. We also have a... Um, email address for the mm-hmm. council on a whole. So we're very accessible and we will always be there for, for to hear anybody's thoughts, feedbacks, answer their questions. Um, I let a little bit of the puss out of the back earlier when I said, you know, we aim to definitely have continual town halls uh, to ensure that the voice are heard across the country. So, you know, even though Rona and I are based here in Toronto, but there's definitely plans to ensure that Across Canada, the voices are heard, definitely. Uh, so we do definitely plan on being engaged. We touched about the conference that's coming up September 23rd. That's going to include across Canada as well, as well as the biannual diaspora conference that's coming up in June that will be held in Jamaica. So even if you cannot attend in person in Jamaica that June, again, connecting with us, letting know, us know what the uh, feedback concerns or even ideas, because it's not just to complain. Our say what is happening it's also bringing those ideas forward as well so there's there
2: will be lots of opportunity to do that mm-hmm. and and to just to piggyback off what Lisa just said like recently I needed to apply for my birth certificate and I I was quite I was pleasantly surprised at how easy it was to do that online so there are things that um, that's available to us uh, in the diaspora as Jamaicans in the diaspora that a lot of people may not be aware of so our our role our goal is to create awareness around some of the things that may be available one of the things that i know the ministry is working on at the moment is a diaspora registration portal very significant um, so that's to be rolled out as i understand it um, to coincide with the biennial conference that will Mm -hmm. be held next year. And through that portal, Jamaicans anywhere can register to receive information and to share information and to interface with other Jamaicans around the world. So those are the things that um, the the government, the ministry is working on to ensure um, more engagement, enhanced engagement um, and making it easy and bringing the platform right to your home right? To make it easier for you. So just those are some of the examples um, of things that are actually happening.
1: Uh, let, let's talk a little bit of politics, because I mean, what would be a conversation with, with two council members without, without, <laughs> uh, without, without bringing up some politics? Uh, so constitutional reform and things like that are happening. And there's always the question of, so how does the diaspora, how do Jamaicans with all their interest in Jamaica get involved in this conversation? And does the council, in any way, play a part in 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 guiding and and channeling some of that 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 thought and concern and contribution? Where where does the council play a role in in, in in the whole process at this point?
2: So one of the things that we can do is create modalities such as the platform for Jamaicans to to voice. Their opinion to have their say. So the the conference is an example of such a platform that we would make available to them. Um, mm-hmm. And outside of that, as Lisa said previously, we will follow through. The theme of the conference is um, collaboration, enhancement, and action. Mm-hmm. So out of that conference, we're hoping to take away some of the some of what we hear from um, from our Jamaican friends. Right. Um, and put that in a format um, um, that's nicely packaged and send it off to, to the ministry so that they, in turn, can pay attention to some of these things that are being shared with us um, in the diaspora. Because that is that is the whole idea of having the council. We are that mechanism that's collecting the information, Um where the where the ears and eyes on the ground that's collecting the information and making sure that it it gets shared with the ministry
1: let's talk a little bit about mechanics as well because you talk about the council being a 29 member body represented from all across the world Uh, you know i've talked to one of the reps who previously served in the uk what are do we hear the same issues? Do we hear the same concerns? And and when you hear from the other reps from all across the world, uh, w- w- what do you say to the Jamaican in Canada who sometimes feel like we're out on an island and our issues are so different?
2: Well, they're actually not, <laughs> you know, they're actually <laughs> yeah. not. Um, but if, if you're not connected, like I said, to the community, to the diaspora, and there are a number of ways to do it. Like I said, there is um, the Jamaican-Canadian associations in the major cities. There are the alumni associations, which is how... I ended up here, right? Um, I was a part of, mm-hmm. uh, and still still, am a part of the Alumni Association, which is a great community. There's over 50 associations. Um, that's under the umbrella of the AJAA that you can become a part of. There's lots of ways to stay connected and really make sure you're getting facts, right? There's a lot of information yeah. that we see on social media. And so you you as, um, as you know, someone li- out living in the diaspora, um, if you're interested and want to stay connected, you have to make sure you're connected with uh, reliable sources, right? Such as tuning into programs such as yours. But wherever you live, there is uh, an association, an affiliation that you can become a part of. And we can help in that regard. If you are not sure where to go, um the um the website for the co- the high commissioner as well as the consulate has a list of places and organizations that um that you can utilize to stay connected so that's yeah. why we're here to really drive that enhancement and communication
1: yeah and lisa before we kind of wrap there there are two youth representatives for canada at least i know there were two before uh, even though you are not the youth, rest, talk to the, talk to that a little bit for for those who are watching, as to as to why a separate youth council and what the intent is and how it plugs into the overall global Jamaica diaspora council.
3: Yeah, definitely. So I mean, while and I'm going to speak for you know Rowan and I, you know while we were born in Jamaica, a lot of our youth are you know first or second generation. Canadian. Uh, So their affinity to Jamaica could be slightly different than ours. Um, However, they still love Jamaica just as much. Mm -hmm. And it takes a different plan of action to get those youth involved in Helping and giving back to Jamaica. So, you know, no better person to attract those youth than their peers. And that's why we ensure that we have not only the Diaspora Council members, but we also have a youth Diaspora Council members to address those specific needs of the youth and to get them engaged in this as well.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, you ladies have uh, the better part of three years. To, to run out your term uh, what are some of the things that you'd like to see achieved by by the end of uh, uh, your term Ronald let's let's start with you
2: well we we um, we follow the priorities set by <laughs> by the missions as you know <laughs> mm-hmm. but personally and in line with the priorities of the mission that we're aware of the the, the, the engagement I would just like to see um, First, second, third generation of Jamaicans join the movement, right? To support each other through collective resources. Um, I would love to have, uh, for us to have, um, well, there's no charge for a conference, but I'd like, I would love to see the place uh, filled wall to wall, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, we just, just, just having um, that sort of movement and having, Um, more people that are intentional about um, being a part of the diaspora, being a part of the conversation, um, being a part of the community, having that sense of belonging. I think Mm -hmm. it's critical. I think it's critical, particularly, as Lisa mentioned, the younger generation. I personally try to get my kids involved, um, you know, and, you know, it, it's hard. It's a challenge mm-hmm. because they do have other interests, but we, we have to keep trying. So, you know, that would be a personal goal of mine, which is mm-hmm. very much aligned with the bigger mandate of um, of the council to just okay. have more people from all generations being involved and being more intentional and just embrace the culture.
1: You know, (laughs) that's my one selfish one that I'm gonna throw in there. We're gonna make Lisa, Lisa talk to that first. Like Lisa, three years from now, when when the term is is up, what are what are some of the things you'd like to see uh, achieved uh, through the council?
3: I personally would love to see an increase in community involvement. So just mm-hmm. as Rowan had mentioned, not just, you know, the JCA, the Jamaican Canadian associations across Canada, but the different alumni, because this is really where you can truly give back as well. Most of these organizations also have um, an arm that they give back to. So for example, as I chair the, the membership services committee at the JCA, we have scholarships that we give out each year. Um, you know, if there are any crisis we're always together, and you know, um, collecting donations and making sure that we're there for you know whatever crisis is happening. So every mickle makes a muckle and whatever uh, you can do, just get involved in the different community events. I mean, JCA has their gala that's coming up tomorrow. Getting involved mm-hmm. with that, um, tutor Saturday morning tutoring, because all of that helps to ensure that we are growing our community and teaching them the heritage. Uh, there's many times and my children will come kicking and screaming, but I drag them to that JCA with me <laughs> when we're doing events because it will teach them that act of service to give back to the community as well as they will learn it. We had um, uh, a trivia happening one day at the JCA and they asked what year the JCA started. And my little son ran up and thought, oh, 1962. Mister. What <laughs> So, as much as we think they are not listening, they are listening, and that's okay. what we have to do. So, for me personally, it's just more community engagement, as well as increasing the knowledge of the diaspora to the different services that we can provide here in Canada, but how it interacts with the government of Jamaica as well.
1: All right, I totally agree with Here, here's my like a beef, and I go into it in there. Uh, that, at after three years that people understand that the Jamaican diaspora in Canada is spread out across Canada. And there is people uh, in central can- Canada in the prairies. There are people in Western Canada. There are people in Atlantic Canada who are Jamaican, who are a part of the Jamaican diaspora and want to be connected. Because, you know, one guy, this is a boy, you know, you have front foreign and back foreign. And Toronto, <laughs> Toronto is front foreign. Everybody just think that that is all that there is to foreign in Canada, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, And I think uh, abroad, and I brought this up with the high commissioner, for example, to say, listen, you know, there's Calgary, there's Alberta, lots of Jamaicans out here too. Might not be of the the same uh, number as in Ontario, but we have to really work together to connect Mm -hmm. the the Jamaican fiber across Canada. So I throw that one at both of you as as, as maybe one of the things that, that we look at i know through the conference we're definitely trying to look at that right but mm-hmm. that's one of the things you know three years from now we really shouldn't even have to mention that there are jamaicans all over the place right yes absolutely and
3: and that, I, about and that point
1: the point is well taken. The point is
2: well taken, and um, we—I ac- accept the challenge. And I don't want to speak for Lisa, but I think she would agree with me that I accept the challenge because it is true. Um, we need all—we need everybody on board, right? Yeah. We need everybody on board in this um, in this movement that mm-hmm. we are—we are driving, we are creating. We—we we need everybody on board, and we need everybody to have a sense of belonging, right? Right and be going in the same direction. So I totally agree with you on that point. And certainly um, we're here to help in any way that we can. Yeah,
3: uh, I, I too accept the challenge, but I'm also gonna put out a challenge there as well. And I'm going to say for those quote unquote, your words, not mine, the bakfarin, um, <laughs> you know, throw out ideas to us on how they feel that they can be more involved. And we can definitely take that and see how we can run with it, absolutely.
1: Awesome. All right, folks. Time's against us, so we have to wrap it up. Uh, last word around the conference, Rona. Big recap. When is the conference? Where is it? How people connect, uh, and as information flows, where, where, where? What, what can they expect? So,
2: um, Saturday, September twenty third, hybrid format with simulcast at designated regional satellite locations in Vancouver, Montreal, Ottawa, and Calgary, um, with um, um, a location here in Toronto as well at the Ebenezer, Ebenezer Holiness Church, which is at 101 Ross Dean Drive in North York. Um, Registration information will be available in the coming week or so. um, And we really encourage everyone to come out and talk to us, man, share ideas. Let's connect. That's what it's all about. Mm
1: -hmm. All right, Lisa, final word.
2: I'm just literally going to
3: reword or reiterate that word engagement, get involved, get engaged, be involved in the conference. If you can't be there physically, there is an opportunity to drive it, uh, join it virtually. So, but we would love to see everybody's face. Sorry that you're not able to see my face this evening, but (laughs) I would love to see your face at the regional conference.
1: All right, well, I'll see you both at the conference and thank you both for joining us here on a time to reason on what to go on. Stay safe, walk good, and I'll see you both soon.
2: Thank you for having us, Donovan. Thank Have you. a nice evening.
1: All right, take care. All
2: right. Listen,
1: this has been a <laughs> welcome back, sir uh, welcome back <laughs> yeah, so you have a sign up for the conference by the way, okay. Where I are going
0: where to be? you guys sign up? I don't
1: know if I've well, seen you soon see the sign-up link. But well, when you see the sign-up link, if you sign up and you forget a couple of uh the Jamaicans that you know, come realize you know enough people. People can tell me so they know Nicole. And you know, in fact, you have fans even in Florida. I'm not even sure if you did not know that. Gotcha. Yeah, man. <laughs> girl from I like, have <laughs> <laughs> fans all over the place, so Uh, The word word has spread. But it's important, you know, Lisa Lisa and Rona are doing great in terms of uh, representing. And the the key is that we have to to feel the need and respond to the the need to connect. Uh, It's always interesting to me how, you know, when events like the World Cup or World Championship starts next week, Mm -hmm. all of a sudden the Jamaican pride Mm -hmm. and the connection yeah. Where is it? Turn up. Not true. Mm. Uh, because no matter what, we always feel affinity to, to Jamaica. Definitely. Right? No matter what passport we have or what we write as our citizenship from time to time. Yeah. Our or Jamaican heritage and Jamaicanness doesn't go anywhere. No. Well,
0: nobody else.
1: Mine not going away. You know? You know, might, you might park it when you go to work at time, but.
0: I'll just right. bring it.
1: Uh, you know, But most of the time, as, as soon as you're done or even before you're done, you're, you're, back, you're back to being Jamaican. So we we'll have, to, we'll have to go and promote it. I
0: agree.
1: And, and connect to the council. the council. The council is not a government agency. And that is what I found out in, in talking to them earlier. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, a, it's a conduit where people have opted to spend their time and to give back to allow the voices in the diaspora to connect. And In fact, in a couple of weeks, we're going to hear from somebody in the UK, uh, because we'll get their perspective on connecting to the diaspora, yeah. um, out of Great Britain. So, listen out for that one,
0: mm, definitely. definitely.
1: All right, that's it from me for today, folks. Uh, we'll <laughs> leave you with Nikki, Nicole. Yeah, <my God>
0: we we'll tell right. Come on, take <laughs> care. All right, yeah, man. What well, good? <laughs> all right, folks. I hope you are all listening, and if, please let us not wait until, as Donovan just said, when his World Cup or his World Championship that time at that time people even realize we're Jamaican. It's supposed to be Jamaican all the time, and it should go beyond us just wearing the colors or saying we should actually be doing things and go on the website for the um, Global Diaspora Council, see how you can get involved and, you know, the Jamaican Association is here in Calgary and if you're here in Calgary, I would love if they have something where um, the passport thing come decided because my son' passport was renew so that will save me a whole heap of energy and time for you go back and forth. So. Let us connect and see how we can bring some of those things to to the back fire, right? And let's make a front fire and get it. But yes, that was another good reason. I tell you the folks, Donovan, drink some good strong Blue Mountain coffee or chocolate tea or something. But the 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 the, the reason ended up on fire again. I'm not seeing anyone saying anything about my word. Fink a fink a. lady didn't know the word. thank you, thank you. So, Fenke Fenke, it means weak, lacking energy or purpose, puny. Say, so, you know we Jamaican everything, and then you double it up. So, Fenke Fenke. The, the, the manga, they look Fenke Fenke. Or the plant, they look Fenke Fenke. The tree, Fenke Fenke. Or the girl, they look Fenke Fenke. Or the man, But this is another one to so write it down in your book again. And the only way you keep the language going and growing is to use it every day. Once I'm home, straight pato. It's just that sometimes I'm going really hear them there. but yep, yeah, connect. So next week, we will be um, talking with Dr. Linda Congenit- Congeniteman Panza, and she will be talking to us about the City of Calgary's anti-racism strategy. So the issue of racism is something that Jamaicans in the diaspora see and deal with. The city of Calgary has developed an anti-racism strategic plan. Manager of the city of Calgary's anti-racism program, Dr. Linda Con- Cogniteman, sorry, Panza, joins to discuss the drivers, the planned outcomes and the role of community in making the city of Calgary Anti-racism strategic plan: deliver value. Please join us because if you live here and you're of a certain skin color, you would have probably experienced some racism. So come and listen and see how you can join in the fight to make Calgary an anti-racist town. Again, it's Wataguan. You can share your message with us. Here on Waterguan National, while we share our stories and our experiences. Advertise with us as we grow. Contact us via waterguan.ca or any of our social media handles. And as always, people, Guan at 2A. All right? We can't uptonerize it, it's proper, proper, proper to us, a Guan. 2A. You can connect with us on our social media handles, which is Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, and our website. You can also, if you're interested in advertising, send us an email at cnd at gmail.com. Remember, people, we want the thing for big. We want it for go large and abroad. You know, when we are Jamaican, when we are do anything, we have to come out and we have to come out in a full force. We have to come out strong. So share it, share it like good food. Hey, Miss Lil, good evening. Can always come for Miss Lilina. No. Big up yourself, Miss Lilith. Um, and is Ron Henry? I like that one, Nikki. Which way you like, Ron? You have to tell me which one. All right. So yeah. um, Thanks for folks who are um, jumping in the comments. I like it. Love seeing it. But again, remember to follow it. Check out our website at again, www.wataguan.ca. And you can send us Messages also through our social media handle. We've come to another week and it's the end of a Friday. So, of whatever the weekend you choose to have, but is your girl from Bungatown a sign out and say, you know what? Good. See you all next week.